to a Hope 103.2 podcast. Well, in this month-long tour of the New Testament book of James, we've arrived at the end of chapter 1. That's verses 26 and 27. If you've got a Bible handy, uh, please do follow along. If not, no problem. Let me read you these telling words by the brother of Jesus. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Now the word religion used here has negative connotations today. But on James's lips, it's a catch-all term for the proper expression of our faith. Not keeping control of our speech, says James, calls into question the quality of our faith. James has some very strong things to say about the power of words later on in the letter in chapter 3. Here in chapter 1, though, he just wants to flag that not keeping control of the tongue shows our religion, our faith, to be worthless. Having said what religion isn't, James then describes what true religion is. And he does so in no uncertain terms. The religion that God accepts as pure and faultless can be crystallized in the twin duties of caring for the world's poor and avoiding the world's perversions. In James's own words, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Now, orphans and widows were the archetypal underprivilege in James's day. They had very few rights, very little power, and no status at all. Without any social welfare system in the Roman Empire, they were frequently impoverished. Pure religion, says James, redresses that. It looks after such persons in an effort to ease their distress. You know, the early church was renowned for its care of the impoverished. In the early 30s AD, the Jerusalem church set up a huge daily food roster for destitute widows. You can read about it in Acts chapter 6. In the 40s and 50s, uh, that's the original AD 40s and 50s, the Apostle Paul conducted what was perhaps the world's first truly international aid project. He was collecting money from the churches of Turkey, Greece and Macedonia for the famine-ravaged believers in Palestine. You can check that out for yourself in Romans 15, 1 Corinthians 16 and plenty of other places as well. This is the kind of thing that James is urging. Pure religion looks after the widow, the impoverished. But it also keeps oneself from being polluted by the world. Now, when James says this, he doesn't mean the sex, drugs and rock and roll kind of worldly pollution. He almost certainly means the socio-economic perversions of society. How do we know this? Well, firstly, in the original Greek of this verse, there is no and between the two statements. Literally, it says to look after orphans and widows in their distress to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Now, this suggests that the two ideas are actually related in some way. Secondly, the expression, the world, which James uses here, appears again in chapter 4, verses 1 to 3, where it has a very clear financial connotation. Thirdly, immediately following this verse, chapter 127, is what appears to be 
a deliberate example of the economic pollution James is talking about. He goes on to talk about favoritism toward the rich right there in chapter 2. In short, contributing to the poor of society and avoiding the socio-economic pollutions of society is the expression of faith God deems acceptable. That is pure religion, James says. The Bible simply assumes that believers are going to contribute to the poor. You find this everywhere in the New Testament. Matthew 19.21, Luke 11.41, Luke 12.33 and 19.8, Acts 9.36, Romans 14.26, and I'm sure you get the point. There is no controversy over this issue in the New Testament. No fear that Christian welfare might take away from the Christian mission to proclaim the gospel. There is simply an understanding that one of the most basic ways in which we are to love our neighbours is to relieve the plight of the destitute. Today, poverty is more prominent more severe and more easily redressed than in any other period in world history. When James urged his readers to look after the widows and orphans, he couldn't point to Christian aid organisations like Tear Fund, Opportunity International or World Vision. Nor could he direct people to official church welfare agencies like Anglicare, the Salvation Army and Wesley Mission. Our opportunities to express pure and faultless religion far exceed those of James's original audience. Are we taking these opportunities? Now, it might sound strange to quote a rock star in support of the teaching of James and of Jesus, but Irish singer Bono from uh, the band U2 has been talking to a lot of churches in recent years, begging them to wake up to this wonderful Christian heritage of caring for the poor and dying. There's a lot at stake here, Bono told church congregations on what he has called his Heart of America tour. I think Judeo-Christian culture is at stake. If the church doesn't respond to this, the church will be made irrelevant. It would be like the way you heard stories of people watching the Jews put on trains during the Holocaust. We will be that generation who watched our African brothers and sisters get put on trains. Bono continues, Love thy neighbour is not a piece of advice, it's a command. Christ talks about the poor and he says, whatever you have done for the least of these brothers of mine, you've done for me. In Africa right now, the least of my brethren are dying in shiploads and we are not responding. We're here to sound the alarm. Well, we shouldn't really need Bono to remind us of something this basic to the Christian life. We have James who said, Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress. Let me pray. Loving Father, forgive me for neglecting those less fortunate than I am. By your Spirit, protect me from the pollutions of society and enable me to take seriously your call to care for my destitute brothers and sisters. Through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. Hope 103.2. Thanks for listening.